Yeah, so welcome back to Non-League Nuttonata. Um, a few studio issues last week. We're having them again this week. This is why we've ended up trying it a different way. And like I say, first time we've done it this way, go straight into it. So apologies if I can't edit that bit out. <laughs> um, so yeah, start off with the match reports as always, um, I suppose. Uh, how many did you get this week, Andrew? I've got one. And I've got two. Do you want me to go with my first one first? You go first, then, yeah. Do I have to? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get on with Damn it. it. <laughs> so, yeah, so we'll start last Saturday, I suppose, if I really have to. Um... <laughs> <laughs> well, you could skip it. You could have just said you'd only get one. No, but I think I people really, really want to hear the Tiverdale versus Dudley res- um, report. Yeah. Oh, I've got to relive that now. <laughs> so yeah um, obviously everyone aware of the Black Country Derby on Sunday <laughs> there was also one on Saturday <laughs> um, Timberdale were playing Dudley in what was at that point classed as a six pointer um, Timberdale in the bottom two Dudley up and about mid table I think they were eight points above us at that point but we had three games in hand so, obviously, if we beat them and then win our three games in hand, it would put us four points above them. So, that's why it was classed as a six-pointer. Um, yeah, actually, quite a bright start for Timberdale. Um, they did most of the probing. A couple of half chances, nothing major. One cross, one ball flashed across the box. Just couldn't get on the end of it. And then on six minutes, Timberdale did the ball away. Again, um, Dudley Cainter, Harry Crook squares it, Ethan Muckley taps it in. 1 0 Dudley. Oh, Fun. yeah. Yep. Um, and then again, the game, Chibadale really having the better of the chances. Uh, well, say chances, better of the play without creating too much. Um, one moment where you and Edwards picked the ball up on the right, drove into the box, put the defender on his ass. Good shot from an angle. It was a good save from the keeper. Um, I then think it was from that corner. Um, poor corner, straight to the Dudley keeper. Wasn't a good, it wasn't high. It was the chest height. Nobody run across mm-hmm. him, challenged him, which is disappointing. He has then pointed out to the right winger, who's basically. Uh, which was Ethan Muckley. He's basically run off and then for the pitch and squared it for Harry Crook to tap it in. So essentially, two attacks for Dudley, two, goal, two goals. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I tell you what, that did have a shot before that. That should have been two and a lot before that. They did have one shot before that, but it was a good save from Lewis. Um, but essentially, they've set up the players on the counter and that's what they've done. Uh, 2 0. Um, we did have a chance to pull one back just before half-time. Free kick right on the edge of the box. Ryan Snape got it round the wall, but it was, again, good save from the keeper to put it behind for another corner. And believe it or not, pretty much the same, almost identical to the one they scored from. Straight to the keeper and he's cleared it, but this time he was just over it for his uh, winger. So, yeah, going 2-0 at half-time. Um... Scoreline was harsh, but again, creative our own problems. 
um, giving the ball away for the first one and then leaving ourselves open to the counter on the second. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, disappointing. Um, the second half, um, can't really tell you too much. Um, yeah, as I said on Twitter, having after you, Andrew, my tweet at full time was the score and sorry for the lack of updates in the second half and nothing like to, to be quite frank to be quite honest I lost interest so yeah, we were having a chat and keeping that on the game and that's that's the way it was um, but Dudley did get a third goal <laughs> um, yeah. I think it was about 10-15 minutes left at that point um, and it was about 15 minutes left at that point um, Harry Crook was it? Again, yeah, Harry Crook down the left, crossed into the front post, and the Dudley players headed it down into the bottom, into the bottom corner. Um, Lewis again, no chance in the goal, in the goal of keeping it out for uh, 0 Dudley. Um, looked like we might have a way back into it in a bit of a lifeline. Uh, I think it was on seventy-eight minutes we got a penalty. Um, Ryan Ryan Snow stepped up and put it over the bar, um, which. <laughs> That just summed up the day. Um, and the fact that it was Ryan summed up the day as well because it's pretty much the only thing he's got wrong all season. So, you know, when he's not on firing on all cylinders and gets it wrong, it's a bad day. Um, yeah, that was how it finished. Tividale 3. Uh, sorry, no. I, I wish it was. Uh, Tividale 0, Dudley 3. Uh, that pushed Dudley 11 points above us. Fortunately, other results in the league went our way. Um, all the bottom teams around us were playing each other and they all managed to draw, so that worked out well for us. That still gives you a bit more of a chance then. Yeah, yeah I mean, we've still got games to land on most teams around us, at least one, if not two. Some, we've got three. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah, Saturday. Quite... Possibly the worst performance of the season, and the fact that it was a derby and the players going to get up for it was even worse. Yeah, um, yeah there were serious questions being asked of certain players after the game on Saturday, um, and some decisions were due to make. I think um, whether he's going to make those, that's obviously up to him. But yeah. I'd rather not talk there any 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 longer than if I can, please. <laughs> okay. Shall we go to where I went on Saturday then? Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> so I was looking around. Now last week I said I was probably going to go to United Counties Premier League itself and to go to a match in there, and I listed half a dozen matches which I might get to. But when I was just surfing around the web, I came across a game that I thought would be a bit more interesting. So I mm-hmm. went to step two to the National League National League North. So you're thinking, yes, yeah, okay. so he's going up north. No, actually, this was the two most southern teams in the National League North. This is Bishop Stortford versus Gloucester yeah. City. <laughs> <laughs> and this is quite funny because when Bishop Stortford, um, they won the Isthmian League last year, the Premier Division, they yeah. got promoted and they were placed into the National League North. They did appeal it saying yeah. that it was ridiculous them going in the north where they're just outside London. Yeah. To which Gloucester responded, uh, actually, 
we're further south than you and we're in it. Uh, yeah. Looking at the lines of latitude, there's not an awful lot in it. Um, yeah. But Gloucester are right, they are further south. Anyway, yeah. so. Um, but this was a good match to go to for another reason. Bishop Stortford are 150 years old. And Saturday okay. they decided it was going to be their celebration match for their 150th anniversary. So oh. they did this beautiful A4, 64-page, full-colour programme. Um, mm -hmm. Limited edition 150th anniversary pin badge. Um, nice. They invited anybody who'd ever played for them to come to a, a, a slap-up feed beforehand. And then there was a parade of the former players before the match. So it was yep. a really nice sort of like a bit of a celebration job. Yeah, uh, and I know you love a pin badge. Uh, eh? I said, I know you, uh, you love a pin badge, so that would have gone Oh, well, I love a pin you. badge. I've got about 60 of them now, so yeah. Um, <laughs> and I do love a pin badge, and a special one was even better. So yeah. I thought, right, okay, let's see what sort of a match we're going to get now. And at that point, I decided to look in the programme and look at the table. Mm -hmm. uh, Bishop Stortford were 24th. Yeah. Gloucester City, 22nd. Oh, so interesting. Thought, oh, right, here we go. <laughs> Bottom of the yeah. table, relegation dogfight. Let's see what we get. So the game yeah. kicked off on time nicely. Five minutes in, free kick on the right, just outside the box. It was crossed in, and they messed about a bit, but finally slipped it, slipped it home in the bottom left corner. So five minutes in, it's 1-0 to Gloucester. Um, yeah. Then another five minutes go past. Uh, not a lot happening, just a bit of up and downy stuff. Gloucester put a low cross in from the right. It skids right past the goalkeeper, but the player, the player coming in gets his shot away, but it was blocked well by the defence. So Bishops get away with one there. Um, so it's still just a 1-0. Um, 16 minutes in, and there is what can only be described as an industrial tackle, um, resulting in Gloucester being forced to make a substitution. Yeah. No card shown at all. No yellow, no red, yeah. no nothing. But to be honest, okay. even after he was he was down for about seven minutes being treated. Um, but having said that, he did get up and walk off the pitch. So it can't have been that bad in the end. <laughs> but um, it did put a bit of a delay on it. Um, so the game continues. It's pretty even, as you would expect, with two teams this close together in the league and both pretty rubbish by all accounts. Um, yeah. 22 minutes in, uh, Bishop Stortford um, put some good work together, some good passing moves. Ended with a shot from the edge of the box, uh, but the Gloucester keeper saved that one comfortably. Um, three minutes later, Bishop Stortford are on the attack again. They have a free kick 25 yards out, just left of the centre. Uh, it was beautifully floated into the back stick. Uh, the incoming player, nice volley close in, and it's 1-1. That was a really, really good free kick. Um, they deserve that goal. So it's all even. Mm -hmm. um, 35 minutes, Bishop Stortford got another free kick. This one's near the right corner flag. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, so that was a good one. And then just before half-time, Gloucester go belting down the right. They were getting most of their, most of their activity was down the right. They were, they were getting a, a lot of success down that route. Um, uh, it was crossed in. It took a little deflection off the defender, but Fowler lost the player who was basically on the penalty spot and he just placed it neatly home. So half time and it is Bishop Stortford one and Gloucester City two. Spoiling so, the day. <laughs> it could have been a very even. It was, a, it was an even game at this point. Second yeah. half, however, 
it Gloucester seemed to want it more. Um, okay, fair enough. So they came out and um, 10 minutes into the second half, they went down the right again. So as I say, that channel was working for them. Uh, it was a perfectly placed cross onto the striker's head at the far post and it's 3-1. Yeah. This point, the Gloucester fans in the ground are singing happy birthday to Bishop Stortford. <laughs> it's their celebration game, they're three one down and they're singing happy yeah. birthday. So it's uh, quite fun. Another yeah. 10 minutes passed with a great deal of action. Um, like I say, um, at this point, 64 minutes, and Bishop Stortford. Um, yeah. That- this one for diving yeah. in the box, and it was an absolute clear dive. Um, so <clears throat> it's it's a stupid yellow card to get, especially yeah. when I'm pretty sure that his first half yellow card was for dissent. Yeah. So, <laughs> I yeah. mean, argue with the referee, get one yellow, dive in the box, get another yellow. That's just yeah. stupid. I've, I've never understood why anyone would dive when they're on a yellow card. No, exactly. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I, For whatever don't reason, the first yellow came. Diving when you've got one is stupid. So yeah. Anyway, so Bishop Stortford now down to ten men for the last twenty twenty-five minutes, um, and Gloucester really ramp it up. Um, really going for it. Um, lots and lots of slick passing going on, uh, but they weren't getting anything out of it. Um, Bishops did defend well. Right up until yep. about two minutes before full time, and Gloucester's slick passing got him into the box, and a nicely placed finish made it a final score of Bishop Stortford one, Gloucester four. So, um, for a celebration day, it was a good game, especially for the neutrals. It turned, yeah, made the, the long, long trip north, as they put it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you went through another match um, on Tuesday, did you? I did, yeah. I was trying to think where I went. It's airport. One of what I thought was the only two grounds that I haven't been to in this league, but it now turns out the three because Northwich have moved and upset me because we've already played them at their old ground and I'm not going <laughs> to get to it. So, not completing the league this season. Mm-hmm. Unless we draw them in a cup. Now we're at the League Cup, so we can't draw them in a cup. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, first visit to Stoutport, which I say, like I say, is quite unbelievable considering they're one of the closest teams in the league. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, that's what it was. Um, but just before I move on to this, I just want to touch on the Dudley game. Yeah. As bad as two and were, fair play to Dudley. Because they wanted it more and it showed. So yeah. yeah, they came with a game plan, they executed it well. Fair play to them. Um yeah, good before in case there's anybody from Dudley listening to this and fucking hell. She's <laughs> all he's done, he's gone away bad to the dialogue and you don't want to talk about it. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah. Good crowd as well. I think there's hundred and fifty-four there, which oh, obviously right. is very good for for us. Um yeah. Granted, 80% of it was Dudley, um, <laughs> which, as I say, I would expect, considering we were practically playing in Dudley. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, it was good to see a good crowd, and yeah, fair play to Dudley. That turned up, they wanted it, and they deserved it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. But anyway, on to Tuesday. Um, so yeah, Stowport, uh, obviously again, versus Tivadale. Um yeah. 
I'm not 100% sure where Tivadala, I know where Tivadala are. not 100% sure where Stave Wall are in the league. Um, they're, some, they're in the top half. I think they might be just in the playoffs or just outside the playoff places. Um, but they're also in a very, very good Vars run this season. Um, but yeah, uh, got off. That brought Swift, they fifth. They're fifth, so that's just inside the playoffs, isn't it? Is that two places yeah. inside? Well, yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, again, got off to a fairly even start. Both teams feeling each other out. Uh, again, Timidale probably had pretty similar to Dudley, one flash across the box, but unfortunately, for whatever reason, Timidale never seemed to get any players in the box. Uh, so he went through and cleared. Um, about fifth minute, counter a stable player on the edge of the box who hit an effort and it dipped viciously. <laughs> um, Lewis did well in the goal to watch it all the way and turn it over. Um, and then I think it was a minute later, two minutes later, and Stapleport got the ball in the back of the net from us giving it away again. That's one nil Stapleport. I can't really say too much about it because I was tweeting about, writing about what happened before the shot, the dipping shot. Uh, I just heard somebody next to me go, oh, fucking hell. That's to get the ball away. I looked up and the ball was in the back of the net. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it was a good good finish. Um, Louis couldn't do anything about it, but that's, that's about all I could say about it. Um, and then, well, at that point, you think, for fuck's sake, here we go again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but a fair play. Uh, Two came out and played, and then probably got on top. Right. Um, Ewan again, pretty similar to what he did on Saturday. Picked the ball up on the right, drove into the box, passed the defender, and um, again forcing another side, good side from the keeper. Um, we were having quite a bit of joy down that right side, and the fullback couldn't cope with Ewan. Um, get a few just just in the final third where we couldn't really get much luck, much joy. Um, and then I haven't read the minutes down, but then Stanford get a corner. Mm-hmm. Oh no, they don't. We get a free kick out on a right, <laughs> out on a wide right. Um, it's pulled back, and everybody thinks it's a crap ball. <laughs> oh God, you hear the ugh. But actually, <laughs> from where we were, we couldn't see it because there was bodies in the way. There was a Tibbetown player on the edge of the box. <laughs> All right, it came to Max Morris, who took a touch, half volley, straight into the top corner, one all. Mm, excellent. First goal for the club for Max Morris, and it was what a goal. Good. Yeah. Um it's it's one of those. Um from the keeper's point of view, it wasn't right in the corner. But the stable keeper isn't the biggest. Right. You would say ninety five percent of keepers would save it because they're taller. (laughs) Um Mm -hmm. but he couldn't have he couldn't have done anything else. 
because <laughs> uh, unfortunately he just wasn't quite tall enough. Yeah. If he'd been another couple of inches taller, he probably would have kept it out. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But unfortunately, he's not, so he, he couldn't. Um, yeah, and then Tivadal, like I say, probably on top again. Uh, there was another shot, ball into the near post, and it, I was down the other end, so I couldn't quite see if the defender took his thing out of it or he couldn't quite connect properly. Um mm-hmm. But it just bounced off Domdale. That's what it looked like from where we were. But with Daniel Wren, obviously, we, like I say, I don't know if the defenders got there first and it just kind of rolled to the keeper in the end. Right. Stairport being restricted to long efforts, range efforts, which are just comfortable for Lewis. Um, we're driving into the box again. Like I say, the final third is just not happening for us. And then right on half time, Stairport get a corner. Oh, dear. Deep corner to the back post, well, to the back of the six-yard box, headed yeah. down into the six-yard box. There's about four or five Tivadale defenders around it and one Stairport player. Of course, the one Stairport player gets there and manages to get there first somehow and just stabs it into the back of the net. Uh, right on half-time, Stairport took the lead. Um <sighs> I'm not going to say it's undeserved, but it probably really was. Yeah, yeah, he's harsh on Tivadale. But, again, the first goal, we've created our own problems. Yeah. And we've not defended the corner well. So, again, realistically, it's our own problems that have caused it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, 2-1, stay a quarter, half time. Um, second half, not really a fat lot happened for the first 20 minutes or so. Um, <laughs> in terms of noteworthy stuff, it, it, it was a good game to watch, but it was being played in between the two boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, final balls was being overhit, defenders doing well. Uh, but it is actually a good game to watch, entertaining football. Yeah. Uh, both teams trying to play football when they can, not trying to kick 10 sides of shit out of each other, they are actually trying to play football and. Yeah, do what they can. Um, first opportunity to the half, probably went to Stayport. Uh, some good link-up play down the right, pulled back to the edge of the box, uh, but it was comfortable shot again straight at Lewis. Mm-hmm. A few minutes later, they probably did the same thing, um, and then they caught us one ball over the top, gets him in behind. Similar to Wolves' first goal against Yarwin on Sunday, the player cuts inside onto his left foot, coming across the goal, yeah. hits it back in the opposite direction to the bottom corner. Again, no chance for Lewis. Uh, that was in the 80, uh, 78th minute. Oh, crikey. And that's just 3-1 at that point? Yeah. Yeah. yeah lasted most of the second half. Did well then. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, that's then Stairport 3, Tivadar 1. Uh yeah, that then, that was very harsh. They weren't two goals better than us. Um, mm-hmm. And we left ourselves open, but we had to at that point. Um, so, yeah, you can't really complain about leaving it open because obviously we need as many points as we can get and we were losing. So, 
yeah, we had to push forward a bit, and we're probably playing a little bit higher than we probably should have been. But again, given the situation, you can't really complain about it. Uh, then we got to, I think we were in eighty-four minutes. Uh, the ball played over the top. Uh, switched from right right back to left forward, um, or right wing to left to left wing. Uh, right tonight picks it up. Some good hard work himself. He cuts inside from the left onto the right, onto his right foot. Looks like he's going to do the thing, the opposite of what the other player did. Hit it back across his body into the left foot. He doesn't. Looks up. Yeah. Rolls it across to Malcolm Melvin, who uh, is back after a long term injury. Um, mm-hmm. He takes one touch and fires another one into the top corner. Right, excellent. Uh, stay put for a two and mm. both of Tivadal's goals <laughs> are probably two of the best goals you'll you'll see in terms of finishes and where they've finished in the goal all season. Again, if the support keeper's three or four inches taller, he probably gets something to it and maybe keep today, but unfortunately he's not. <laughs> um, but I can say it now: fifty quid well spent on a sponsorship from Elvin. <laughs> um, after him doing his MTL in the last game of pre-season I was like for fuck's sake <laughs> that's 50 quid well spent he's going to be out for the season but no he's not he's back um, and brought us a bit more fight in the middle he's one of those players who will go in he'll do the dirty work he does the stuff that a lot of players doesn't want to do but he's also got the quality to ping one in the top corner like he did. So, yeah, it's 3-2 with five, six minutes to go. And we're in the ascendancy. Mm. So then, 88 minutes, ball padded over the top. Jack Till gets onto it, latches onto it. The keeper's coming out. He lifts it over the keeper. Heading towards the goal, and the defender just gets to the goal and clears it off the oh. line. Yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah. So it's still three two. Um. And then, in all honesty, that's it. That's all the chances we were huffing and puffing. But staying in port, then going into added time, they just kind of got hold of the ball, and they're difficult sides to get the ball off when they when they want to keep it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's. Yeah, that was it. So, Stairport 3 2 with L2. Um, disappointing result, but a positive performance, especially after the start of this performance. I was going to say, it sounds like that's the best performance they've put in for weeks. Um, from what I've seen, yes, but I've missed a couple of games and apparently they played well against Darlow when they lost 2 uh-huh. 0. Um, but I wasn't there that week. Um, yeah, so it was plenty of positive to take from it. And if we play like that every week, we've got nothing to worry about. It's just we need the players to step up and play like that every week. Yeah. Um, and that's not eight or nine of them on the pitch. That's every single one of them on the yeah. pitch. Um, we can't afford to carry a player in this, at this level. And unfortunately, we have at times this season. Um. Unfortunately, at times you've carried multiple players. 
Yeah. And you get punished. Um, but yeah, much much better response. A uh, couple of results didn't go our way. Um, Dudley won again that night, but sent 40, 14 points clear of them. Or was. Yeah. Right. But, as I say, we've still got the three games and, and got to play them again. So if we win those three and beat them, hopefully we can return yeah. the favour and beat them. Um, that then only puts them put us, us two points behind them. I don't know why I'm comparing us to Dudley because they're no 10th. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Northwich lost to... Actually, Dudley beat Northwich and that's what's done as a power because they're the next team above us. Uh, I think they beat them 2-0. Yeah. Um, Town, who are bottom of the table, who are playing Darleston, who are around the playoffs. Yeah, um, I don't think we need to worry about them anymore. Beaudley are well gone. Yeah, we looked at... When we finished, it was nil nil in a ninety half minute. Somebody got a yellow card. Oh, that's oh well. It's it's only one point at least. It's not three. And then all of a sudden, hundred and first minute penalty to Darleston. Right. So Darleston won that in the hundred and first minute on the penalty spot. So Beardley just have literally no luck, and I feel for them because we're in a similar position. Yeah. Um, Whitchurch. One, which didn't help. We could have done with them losing. They beat Highgate, which was a bit of a shock result. Yeah. And there's someone else in the area that we needed to do. Stone, Stone, Stone lost. Old yeah, they lost one nil to Schiffnell. So again, that went in our yeah. favour. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. But yeah, plenty of positives to take. Um. Good. Especially going into the weekend, which we'll move on to later on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so yeah, that's the match reports. That's the match reports. Well, I mean, for what I've been looking at, I mean, at the weekend it was also FA Cup fourth round weekend. Um, oh, and sorry. there was a giant killing. Sorry, sorry. Before we move on, go on. Uh, referees, uh, referees, both games, good. Can't really complain about yeah. it. Um, Referee at Bishops was good as well. Yeah, couple of. Questionable decisions, but like I say, this this step we we expect that as long as they're consistent, which yeah. they were. Um, yeah. But I have to say, we had the only female referee at step five from the Midland Football League on Tuesday at Stayport. Yeah. Um. Yeah. In all fairness to her, she's probably the best referee we've had so far this season, or in the top three, <laughs> or in the top three at least. Um. So, yeah, it's good to see because obviously there's a bit of uh, things in the media at the minute of some of these women are getting pushed up just because they're women, especially Rebecca Welch saying she's only in the Premier League because she's a woman. Um, But no, um, Julia Kings, I think her name was, fully deserved. Fully deserved to be at the level at step five. Um, Probably not quite ready for step four yet. Um, but obviously there's still pretty much half a season to go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the only thing I said, I think, is that she could be a little bit more assertive. Mm-hmm. But again, she's still young as well, so that's going to come with age yeah. and experience. Yeah. That was that was my only criticism of her, if I was being hypercritical. Um, but then speaking to Stu afterwards, he goes, oh, I thought she did pretty well. But obviously, like, he's, like, he's the other side of the fence and having that communication yeah. so maybe from the size it doesn't look like she is but on the pitch yeah, she obviously is. Pitch, yeah. so yeah anyway yeah sorry good 
Yeah, so as I was saying, um, it was FA Cup weekend, um, yes. and um, Maidstone had made it into the fourth round, uh-huh. and they were away at Ipswich, mm-hmm. and uh, they managed to come away with a win, uh, knocked Ipswich out. So Maidstone from step two of non-league, knocking out Ipswich, which are what their championship, championship. are they? So second in the championship. Yeah, exactly. So that was a good result. They've now got either Coventry or Sheffield Wednesday in the fifth round, uh-huh. and that got me thinking. What yep. are the sort of like decent giant killings have there been in recent years? Mm-hmm. Everybody remember. Well, I don't remember it. It was before I was born. But everybody talks about Hereford beating Newcastle in 1972. But there have been others. Yeah. Um, so I thought, right, I'll have a look. I will only start from the third round. So yep. we got the really big clubs in. Mm-hmm. And I will go back a few years. And it's got to be a non-league team beating because we're a non-league podcast, so it's got to be non-league, yeah, beating definitely. a league team from the third round onwards. So I looked at it. Yeah. Last year, 22-23, didn't happen. So, oh. right, okay, how many of these am I actually going to find? Yeah. Well, 2021-22 was a good season for non-league, and, and they had um, three decent results in the yeah. uh, third round. Yeah. Hartlepool, <laughs> who were non-league at the time, yeah. Beat Blackpool 3-1. Oh. They went on into the fourth round where they lost to Crystal Palace. Mm-hmm. Boreham Wood. Yeah. Beat Wimbledon 2-0. Yeah. Um they went through into the fourth round. Um yeah. where they then followed that up with an away win at Bournemouth. Premier League Bournemouth. No, that Premier one. League Bournemouth at no, the that... time. They were, yeah, yes, we're talking were, 21-22, yeah. so they were uh, Premier League. Uh, they, they went on to the fifth round where they lost 2 0 to Everton away at Goodison Park. Yeah, no shame. <laughs> that was a good run. But yeah. also in the third round that year, Kidderminster beat Reading 2 1 and then went on to lose to West Ham in the fourth round. Yes. So that was a good year for non league. Yeah. Um, I couldn't get tickets for that because I should have been going there. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <clears throat> 2021. Mm-hmm. So this was the season when we're coming out of. Um, out of COVID, really. Um, third round, um, only one result of note there was Chorley yeah. to Derby nil. Yeah, I remember that. Because Chorley then went on into the fourth round where they lost to Wolves. Yeah. So that was only only the one there. Then you've <laughs> got to go back two years before that, 2018-19. Mm-hmm. Sheffield United nil, Barnet one. Yes, I remember that. And uh, Barnet went on into the fourth round, obviously. They played Brentford there. Uh, took them to a replay, mm-hmm. but did lose. Um, that was a good one. Yeah. Then we've got a really good one. Now, see if you remember this one. 2016-2017. Okay. An only uh, team making it all the way to the quarterfinals. Uh, Any idea who? 16-17. Oldham? Nope. You can have one more guess, and I'm going to tell you. Hang on, non-league, back in 16-17 to the quarterfinals. Are they still non-league? No, they won the won the National League that season. Harrogate? No. Damn it. I'll tell you in a minute. I'll talk about the other team that was in the third round and getting a good result that one. Yeah. Um, Sutton United. That would have been my other guess, but it's not them either. <laughs> 
it's not them either. No, they drew nil nil with Wimbledon, then beat them three one. Went on to the fourth round and beat Leeds one nil. Yeah, and, and then I'm, lost to Arsenal in the fifth round. Yeah, I at, think I've, um, I think at the I've Emirates. So, so Sutton had a good run getting yeah. to the fifth round. The team that went one better than that, Newport, were Lincoln. Ah, Lincoln yeah, City. Lincoln, I remember now. Yeah. The Cowley brothers. Yeah. Yes, this is what brought the Cowley brothers their fame. Yeah. Um, so Lincoln beat Ipswich one 0 in the third round. Yeah. They went and beat Brighton three one in the fourth round. Yeah. And then they went away to Burnley to mm-hmm. Turf Moor in the fifth round and beat uh, them one nil. Yeah. Gets to the quarterfinals and that's where they did finally succumb and got uh, lost five nil to Arsenal. Which is fair enough. So that was a, that's the best run for a non-league team in. Yeah. Many a year, yeah. So, yeah. So beyond before that, I just had a look a bit further back than that. Twenty thirteen, fourteen, Kidderminster um, beat Peterborough three um, two mm-hmm. in the third round, then lost to Sunderland in the fourth. Yeah. And I thought, right, that's it. I'm not going to check every season now. I'm just going to look at a couple ones, see what else there is out there. So yeah. I found in I remember this one. Um, this was before you were born, but I remember it. Yeah. 1989 season in the third round. Yeah. Sutton two, Coventry one. Okay. Yeah. Which was a huge result at the time because Coventry had won the blooming competition in '87. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was a big result. I don't know who they got in the fourth round, but they didn't make it out of it. And yeah. the other one I found, which um, will interest you. Uh, no, again, just just all the shot beaters. No. Okay. A guy called Tim Bazaglo scored a hat trick. Yeah. In this match, he was he was part timer. His main job he was computer specialist. Yeah. He was also um, had represented Gibraltar at cricket. Oh. Um, <laughs> and this result was played out at the Hawthorns. It was West Brom two, Woking four. I was in Woking. Woking were in the Isthmian League at the time. Yeah. So, yeah. So well, that was the only that one Well, because of West Brom. <laughs> I already knew. I'd rather not think about it and remember it. <laughs> well, I was, it was before my time, so it doesn't count. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't count. It was before your time, just. Yeah. But, <laughs> uh, okay, so those were, the, those were the ones I picked out as uh, interesting results. But Lincoln certainly were the best, had the best run. Um, yeah. Now remains to be seen whether Maidstone can match that, and if Maidstone match it, then it's actually better because Maidstone are a step further down the pyramid. So yes, so it was interesting to hear. Uh, actually, Maidstone are the first side outside of the top le- level of non-league to reach the fifth round since Blow Spartans yes. in 1978. Yep, yep, heard that. Yeah, yeah. was that the year that bit was it? It wasn't Newcastle, was it? Was it Middlesbrough? I don't know. They beat someone in localish to them, I'm sure it was Middlesbrough. Hold on, we will find out. He's going to tell me it wasn't now, it's Coventry or someone like that. In fact, I think it was Coventry now, I've just said that. (laughs) (laughs) Let's have a look. Uh, 1970, was it the 77 78 season? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Let's have a look. Just bring that one up. Where's the matches? Fifth round. Blythe Spartans went out to Wrexham in the fifth round. Yeah. They've beaten Stoke in the fourth round. Yeah. 
they'd beaten Enfield in the third round. Okay, then it wasn't, uh, it wasn't Coventry? No, it wasn't. I'm just seeing where they went before that. Uh, they beat Chesterfield in the second round. Yep. Um, the first round, they'd beaten Bursco. Yeah, so no. Okay, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know where I got that from. No. No. Well, there you go. Oh, yeah. yeah, so that's it. Those are your giant killers. Well, fair enough. For now. For now, yeah. <laughs> For now. Oh, um, so, yeah, that's um, sticking on the fourth round. Well, the FA Cup. Yeah. Um, obviously, we've already mentioned Maystone being its which. Um, mm-hmm. We have to say. Someone like 33 shots, was it for Ipswich and only two for Maidstone? Yeah, but they scored them both. They That's scored what them both, yeah. And Maidstone's keeper um, had an absolute blinder. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you see the Maidstone fan that rolled over the stand? Yes. Yeah, fell out the top <laughs> tier, rolled down the roof of the bottom tier, didn't he? Yeah. Landing on top of a woman who is now apparently trying to sue the club. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> Yeah, um, standard results. I don't think there was really any shocks um, other than that one. That was um, a shock, wasn't it? I mean, there was, what was there, four non-league clubs in in total? No, that was the last round. No, was the only one. That was the last point. round. This time there wasn't, was it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, standard results, really, like biggish games. We'll leave one particular one till the end. Well, obviously, Bournemouth put five past Swansea. Yeah. Um, Chelsea and Villa finished 0 0, so now I've got to go to a replay. As did Bristol City and Forest, so that's going to a replay. And I believe yeah. those are the two picked for the TV as well for the replays. Right. Chelsea and Villa is definite, and it's either Bristol City and Forest or Leeds and Plymouth because they drew one all. I can't remember which one mm. of those two that picked. Um, um, Chelsea and Villa have got Leeds or Plymouth. Yeah, Leeds or Plymouth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Standout really then after that. Um obviously Newport played Man United. Yeah. Uh 2-0 down. Got it back to 2-2, then unfortunately lost 4 2. But very yeah. good performance from Newport. Good effort. Good yeah. effort, definitely. Um Luton got a very late winner against Everton. I think it was a 97th minute or something like that. Yeah. Uh Bollywood played Hollywood. Is the way I've seen it advertised as Blackburn play took on Wrexham. <laughs> um, Blackburn won that 4-1 yeah Brighton 5 Sheffield United 2 that was a big score another big score was Liverpool 5 Norwich 2 I thought I might as well mention the ones I haven't because there's only about 3 left so the others finished Sheffield Wednesday 1 Coventry 1 again as we said the winner of that play is Maidstone at home in the next round yeah uh, uh, City beat Spurs, which was probably the biggest tie in terms of names playing each of us. City won 1 0. Yeah. Uh, we said Leeds and Plymouth. Leicester beat Birmingham 3 0. And Watford and yeah. Southampton drew 1 all, so I've got to do it all again as well. Um, yeah. That brings us on to the one remaining game. The one I haven't mentioned. Mm-hmm. The one that yeah. I'm again more miserable. Um, <laughs> was the Black Country derby that everybody knew about, West Brom and Wolves. Yeah. Um, Wolves obviously won it 2 0, but obviously made headlines for other reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't 
don't obviously we don't condone it, but in a way, I'm glad it's happened because it got rid of that Klopp interview on ITV, which it would have been a night completely boring to watch. <laughs> it upset the Liverpool fans. Anything you can do to upset the Liverpool fans is always a bonus. <laughs> um, yeah, they're all kicking off. Saying, well, this is not about being funny. I'll be showing it after the game. Or just put it on ITV player or on YouTube. Yeah. It's not hard. You can still watch it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, obviously the crowd trouble. Um, yeah. I don't know if you've heard anything on it. No, I just heard that there was a Wolves fan in the West Brom end and he was giving it some to some of the players' wives and kids. That's all I heard. Yeah, so there was a few areas. You've got that one that they showed in that corner initially with all the police before kicking off was the corner of the Birmingham Road end and Halfridge Lane stand. Halfridge Lane, they are both West Brom stands. No away fans should be in there at all. Um, Kicked off in there. Apparently, they scored. A couple of fans stood up giving it the big one. Uh, and one of them spat allegedly in the direction of Carl Bartley's wife and children. Right. Uh, apparently, up until that point, it was quite calm with the fans because it's it's the family stand, so there's not really it's usually full of families and older people in there. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of like the fans like let's get rid of them kind of thing. But when that happened, a couple of the fans took exception to it. Yeah. Understandably. Um. Mm-hmm. But from what I'm hearing, the stewards have got it under control. And then it was our friends at West Midlands Police who came running in. Like, I don't know if this is true. This is just what I'm being told from people I know that were there. Right. <laughs> um, our friends from West Midlands Police come in with batons blazing and decided to escalate the situation after the, the stewards actually got it under control. Right. Um, so that was that corner. Uh, mm-hmm. Then the Opposite corner, which is the corner between the Smevic Road and, and the Millennium Corner. Um, so the Wolves fans and the West Brom fans. In there, apparently, there was a group of Albion fans who had decided to bring along their mate who was a Wolves fan. Right. Um, apparently, it was, wasn't too bad in that corner, despite the pictures of the man coming out covered in blood. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> what happened was he... he Clapped when Wolves scored the second goal because obviously you naturally do naturally do it sometimes without thinking. Yeah. Um, again, kicked off nothing too major. Stewart's got it under control, but then one fan decided to jump from halfway down up the stand to down to keep the Wolves fan in the back, so it kicked off again. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, nobody knows actually. Did you see the guy who was covered in blood? Yes. Yeah. Nobody seems to be able to identify who he was supporting. It could have been ketchup. Yes. I mean, if it, if it had been me there with my chips yeah. and somebody kicked me in the back, I would be covered like that because I have that much ketchup on my chips. It yeah. would have been all over me. Yeah. But, <laughs> but nobody seems to know who he was supporting. Nobody knows if he's, there's, there's reports saying he's definitely a Wolves fan, and there's other reports saying he was definitely an Albion fan. So nobody actually knows. He was in <laughs> he was in the Albion section, but no one knows if he was an Albion fan or a Wolves fan. Right. Um, there was then another Wolves fan who's put himself all over TikTok and Twitter and everything else, singing Wolves songs in the Albion end to start with mm-hmm. in the East End, but he was in the corporate section. Right. Um, so 
he could potentially find himself without a job because he got chased out of the ground. <laughs> he got chased down, yeah. down the stairs under the stand. So he, and like I say, on a corporate ticket, he could well have got himself the sack. Yeah. It could be wrong with that. If anybody knows, or if I don't yeah. he's listening it's himself. Isn't it? so... yeah. But yeah, then... Um, yeah, well and truly put the Black Country Harbour back on the map, that's for sure. Oh, definitely, yes. People for asking if reasons. Well, I'm not being funny. No. <laughs> ITV going off like it was the end of the world and blah, 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 and nobody wants to see this. I'm like, I'm not being funny. Why have you picked <coughs> this game? Mm. Wolves squad yeah. is miles better than us, so they should be smashing us. Yeah. What are they? Pedro Neto is probably worth, and Cunha put together, is worth more than all of our squad put together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're having a good season, but we haven't got the financial pay we had three, four years ago. No. Um, ITV picked that game for the fact that they knew it's a derby and there's potential for things to get fiery. They probably didn't expect that. Yeah. But if you're going to put a derby on the, on the game, you're going to, unfortunately... Okay, you do know. run that risk. I mean, you shouldn't run that risk. Because you should be able 100%. to televise any football match and not have any trouble. 100%. But, um, um, the potential for trouble does rise in derby situations, obviously. So. It does, especially when teams haven't played each other for as long as we have. Yeah. I think it's been 11 years, something like that, since we last played in front of fans. Yeah, that's right, because we had one match during the COVID lockdown. Yeah, we were both in the Prem during the COVID when there was no fans allowed. Um, Yeah. yeah, um, And then it obviously got Richie Sheehan access to him, saying it was deplorable and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I'm not not being funny. I said, but West Midland Police need looking into it as well. Um, Because I've seen videos on Twitter of the police goading fans like winding them up. So I'm like, that's not what the police should be doing in that situation. They're there to calm things down, where actually they're escalating yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't it was quickly became evident there wasn't enough police there. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, it does need a bit of a review from their point of view as well, certainly. I mean, they can certainly learn from it. So Yeah. Be interesting to see what the FA do with it though, because obviously the FA are gonna have to do an investigation. Um, yeah, I would expect a, a nice little fine for West Brom, which we currently mm-hmm. can't afford, but we'll have to deal with it. Um, I'd be surprised if there were any repercussions for Wolves because the Wolves fans in the Wolves end were particularly well behaved. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd be surprised. Um, what we've done for failing to, failing to control spectators, I, I imagine. Yeah, something um, like that. One. And I, all honesty, I would be expecting the club because they will know every person that I purchased tickets because they never actually got a general sale, so it was all season ticket holders or members. Yeah, anyone that's been identified has sold a ticket onto a Wolves fan or brought a ticket for a Wolves fan in a West Brom and and I would expect them to be issuing banning orders. Yeah. You would hope so. Yeah, because they realistically they're responsible for what kicks off. <coughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. Sorry, that wasn't well, non-league, that was, that but, was, um... <laughs> non-league competition. So that's what happened outside of non-league. Um, yeah. Oh, we got what fifth... happened in non-league? Sorry, we got the one fifth more round. Thing, go on. The fifth round draw as well. 
And oh yeah, yeah. Again, I know it's not strictly non-league anymore, but with it being the FA Cup starting non-league, we probably will follow this right through to the final. Yeah, it's not as in much detail once Maidstone. Exactly. Yeah, once Maidstone are gone, it won't need as much detail, but we'll still yeah. mention it certainly. Um. So we've got Blackburn versus Newcastle, which is yeah. Uh, historically, a big game. Blackburn obviously formerly Premier League champions. Alan Shearer obviously played for Blackburn as well before going to Newcastle. Yeah. Um. Chelsea or Villa versus Leeds or Plymouth. Yeah. Wouldn't mind seeing that on the telly. So straight away, those two, I'm not bothered either way. Um, Bournemouth v Leicester. Yeah. Bottom mm-hmm. issue of the Premiership against top of the Championship. Yeah, can see why they pick it because it's a different league, but not particularly bothered if it's not picked. Mm-hmm. Liverpool v Watford or Southampton. I don't want to see that on the telly. No. <laughs> uh, Bristol or Forest versus Man United. Um, if Bristol win, definitely would like to see that on the telly. Bristol um, yeah. City that is if Forest win again because of the history of Forest and United I wouldn't mind seeing that yeah. Wolves free Brighton I wouldn't mind seeing it on the telly because historically there is goals in that game mm-hmm. um, but I'd rather see Blackburn and Newcastle or Bournemouth mm-hmm. Leicester in all honesty um, Sheffield Wednesday or Coventry versus Maidstone for me that has to be on the telly well, if they put Mason on for against Ipswich in the previous round, they will absolutely put that one on the telly. Yeah. So. And then the, the final game draw uh, was Luton versus Man City. Um, again, another one I could take or leave with it being pretty much part of the Premier League uh, against City. There's a chance of an upset. Um felt a little bit sorry for Maidstone. That took a bit of... of Flack on Twitter because their reaction when the when the, they came out, and I think it got took a little bit out of context because when they came out, there was only three balls left in the draw, and if they just waited one more ball, they'd have been playing Man City. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> uh, and they just missed drawing Wolves away as well, which is when you think, well, Wolves away. What's the significance yeah. about that for anyone? Well, that that's knows? what the manager wants, isn't he? Because he didn't yeah. play for Wolves. Yeah, and, George uh, Kobe played for Wolves, so he would. He calls them Molyneux the Golden Palace, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, I think that would have been the ideal draw for him, and for him to have missed yeah. that by two balls and City by one ball. I think that's why he was disappointed. Yeah. Um, overall, they're delighted with the draw, but there was just that little bit of, in that moment of disappointment because of how close they were to get in. in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Because very close they were to getting that massive that draw that Ella Kobe wanted at Wolves away, or that massive draw against Man City. Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah, that wraps up the FA Cup. Um. So yeah, moves on to the news. Uh, there is one, two, three, four things this week. Uh, probably a bit more, but I didn't really look. Too much once I got four because I'm like, we can, I'll be talking. Yeah, four's enough. Go for uh, it. Oh, I forgot the scores. Oh, the big scores. Can yes, you do the big scores. I have got them. Do you want me to do them before Good. or after the news? Do that after. Do the news first. Okay, after news first. So, Hartlepool, um, the fans trust are looking at purchasing the club off current chairman Red Singh. Uh, but the supporters trust and consortium have been unable to agree a deal to take over the club. Um, right. Singh has stated um, the verbal agreement couldn't be reached with the group at this stage. It takes a lot of money to run a National League club. Um, 
although he saw proof of funds, he hadn't received information on how this how, how the structure and supporters trust would work. Right. Um, or how they would fund the club going forward. Mm-hmm. It's always like, yeah, you've got money now, but how are you going to continue to generate from? So, although he's looking to offload the club, he doesn't want to put it, offload it to a, a situation where the club could be in trouble financially within a couple of years, which fair play to him. Mm-hmm. He has said he's, yeah, open to, good. he's open to talking to him about them getting a stake in the club at the moment. Right. But they wouldn't be able to take over fully at the moment. Which is fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Nuneaton Borough are back in the news. Well, Nuneaton. Um, support, yeah. Supporters are looking to revive the club in some way. Um, so it looks like they're trying to get a supporters trust together to try and revive it like a Phoenix club. Yeah. Quite after all our discussions last week about Phoenix clubs. <laughs> um, yeah. They're holding... Two open meetings this week, so they can for people to come along and discuss options and what they can do going forward. Yeah, um, obviously that's good to hear. Um, although we've lost them this season, hopefully they'll be back for next season, but obviously at a lower level. Yeah, I don't have too much information with this next one. New Salamis played Redbridge on the weekend. Then, if you've heard about this, who New Salamis and Redbridge. Uh, no, I haven't. So it was abandoned in injury time, second half injury time. It was 2 1 Abandoned to Red... in second half injury time. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So it was 2 1 to Redbridge at the time. There's been no yeah. statement from either club, no statement I can see from the league, but it was only a very quick look, so I may have missed it. Very limited information. All I can get is a couple of people have commented when people are asking why was it abandoned. Uh, a couple of people who I assume were at the game have said there was a fight that got out of control. Right, okay. No, there's not even a match report on the New Salamis website. No, and I don't think there is on the Redbridge one either. No. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, an interesting one that now the club has released a statement because you usually get a statement within 24 hours when something like that happens. Yeah. Um, whether it be one from each club or a joint statement. Um, but yeah, nothing. So I'm not 100% what's happened there. But yeah, apparently it was a fight, but unconfirmed. Right, and okay. finally in the news this week is um, Berry again. Oh, yeah. They've had to release a statement again. Um, after Saturday's game against Scalmersdale United, which they won, 10-1, pretty convincing. Yeah. Doesn't matter the big score list because it's step five. Um, but yeah, they won, 10-1. Um, so it's a yeah. big score. Um, so the statement was, there was a short delay uh, restarting the game the, uh, to the 90th minute. Uh, against Garmersdale and this was due to three people attempting to enter the playing area Uh so more crowd trouble right at Berry. this is the third Um, at least the second time this season multiple times again already this season uh, over the last couple of seasons or whatever it is as we know from the FA previously yeah Uh, they've said they've got eyewitness statements and video evidence Um, they're doing their own internal investigation but if there's any evidence of criminal behaviour they'll pass it on to the police yeah. Um, I actually wrote it down in shorthand, the book, Crim Behaviour, report to Popo, 
Which actually isn't that much shorter because it's only one letter shorter, but it was shorter. Um, yeah. But on <laughs> on the back of that, they're going to make uh, three changes going forward immediately. Yeah. Um, so they're going to be suspending the sale of alcohol in the stadium. Sorry, in the stands during the game. Um, they are considering an actual outright ban of alcohol. Right. Um, Apart from in, I didn't write it down. Apart from a certain bar, which I'm assuming is probably corporate, yeah, or supporters because they've got members or whatever, uh, support your <coughs> members bar. Um, so everywhere else, there'll be no alcohol available during the game. Yeah, um, they're going to enforce strict stewarding. Um, and one of those things that they'll be enforcing. More will to prevent will be to prevent people standing near the pitch. Um, yeah, so if I remember rightly, Gig Lane. I've only ever seen it briefly on the telly and a couple of pictures of it. The stands are set quite a bit back from the pitch, so there's a bit of a walkway between the stands and the pitch. It's been a few years since I've been there. Yeah, I have been to Gig Lane. So I think I think there's quite a wide pathway between the pitch and the stand, so people have obviously been congregating on the pathways. Um, right, okay, so they'll have to stay in your stand sort of thing, yeah. Yeah, so it looks like it's going to be, you've got to stay. Yes, there's, a, there's, there's quite a wide area around the edge, yeah, certainly. Yeah, and yeah. the last thing that they're doing, that they're going to do, and it's caused a little bit of a stir on Twitter, and I have to agree, it is a bit odd, they're going to ask players to be mindful where they celebrate goals and avoid areas people are congregating. <laughs> I'm not being funny. As a player, you're not looking where people are nine times out of ten. No, there is the odd occasion. Exactly. There is the odd occasion, like we saw with Ollie Watkins in the Premier League the other week when he was receiving abuse throughout the whole game from one particular person. You yeah. will pick them out. But yeah. generally, on the whole, you don't really go looking for fans. No, you might get the odd goal every now and again where you're near your own fans that you're going over yeah. and like stand near them. Um, again, you'll see it higher up the pyramid where people are standing in front of the opposition fans and cover their ears or whatever. But then, but yeah, to ask players not to celebrate near fans is maybe a little yeah, bit. What do you want them to do? Run and celebrate in the center circle? There you go. Yeah. Yeah, as long as it's not an excessive celebration. If the if the if the players kind of aggravate the fans, then yes, fair enough. And yeah. if that's what's happened last week, then fair enough. But we, obviously, we weren't there, so we can't say that. But no. yeah, but that's the, the changes they're looking at immediately. Um, right. <laughs> the alcohol. Well, they have to do something, haven't they? They've had to react after the bad press they're getting as well. So. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think it's all it's all fair as well. Like I said, the player, the, like I said, the celebration is probably a little bit over the top, but at least you could, at least if they ask him something happens, because I will have asked them not to. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they have said hopefully it's short term solutions, and they'll be able to reverse the alcohol ban if people are well behaved and listening, and then see how they go from yeah. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. the news. Um, okay. Do you, do you want the scores? Bring me some big scores. Yeah, go for it. Right. So, so there's 18 this week. 
Oh, God. Okay, go for it, quick. So Belt them off. Altrincham 4, Eastley 0. Worthing 4, Torquay 2. Morpeth 1, Hyde United 5. Aston United 4, Atherton Collieries 3. Bamford Bridge 1, Rad- Radcliffe 5. Chatham 5, Canvey Island 1. Lewis 4, Margate 2. Folks in Invictica, Invictica 3. Carshalton Athletic 3. Uh, Murpha 4, Didcot 0. Tiverton 4, Paul 2. Sporting Kelsen 0, Corn 4. Harborough 4, Greslin 0. Hensford 1, City of Liverpool 5. Uh, Widness 5, 1874, Northwich 1. Vauxhall Motors 2, Runcore Limits 4. South Park 4, Westfield 5. Melksham 1, Larkhill 5. And Bishop's Cleave 3, Tavistock 4. Excellent. Good yes. one. At this rate, you're going to have to revise what you call a big score, and it's going to have to have five goals instead of four. Um, <laughs> I'd say over five goals, but or somebody who's won by four or more. So I might change that to five yeah. or more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would. So. <laughs> Unless it's a week when there's not a lot, then I might drop down to the four. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Excellent. Five one Good. was the po- most popular one this week. <laughs> It was, yeah, yeah, definitely. I like that four-five game. So, yeah, and that was involving our friend Cartman again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, what are you doing this weekend? Congleton away for you, is it? It is top of the league, Congleton away, new ground, which I thought was going to complete the middle of the league for me, but no, it's not. Um, but yeah, Congleton away. So, like I said, hoping to build on the performance from Tuesday. Yeah, we're going there, not expecting too much. Obviously, Congleton doing very well. Top of the league. Yeah. Kind of building a gap. Um, but I know what this squad's like. I know what this team and our team like. It's the kind of thing they'll go and do. They'll go and do in 1 0. Um, yeah. <laughs> completely shock. Throw a spanner in the works for Congleton's title run. Um, <laughs> and then we'll go and play Whitchurch or whoever it is we've got. The week and uh, sorry, we've got literally all the week after. So that's another big game. Yeah. So we'll put in two good performances against them. Then we'll go and play Dudley. I think it's the week after. We're going to play Dudley and lose again. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Any idea what you're doing? Um, I don't have a clue really. Fair enough. <laughs> I might try and get to the United Counties Premier South again. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Any idea who you'd want to try and see? Or nope. All right. Here's with lost Andrew again. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm still here. I can hear you. Yeah, I can hear you now. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah I was going to be United Counties, but it possibly might be somewhere else. Depends what I see. Uh, takes me fancy at the last minute. Yeah. No, that's fair enough. Yeah. You... I don't know what's going on there. But, um, no. yeah. So that's plans for the weekend. Um, just before we leave, just wanted to say if anyone does want to relive my misery from Saturday, um, there is highlights available on YouTube through Will Burford, I think his name is, and that's his YouTube name as well. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so yeah, if you want a, a couple of good, good interviews on there as well with management and uh, Leon from Tivdale as well. So if anyone wants to relive my nightmare, feel free. Will Burford on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Well, having said that, I'll see you next week. Yep, see you next week. Have a good one. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.